Fuck Replay. Hello to all you doinks out there. Welcome back to an episode of Doinked and the Doink and Doink Connection, because we are going to kind of like meld, Fuck it. Let's meld, meld drafts. Let's, there's let's, been multiple drafts this yes. weekend. Let's, so. let's be depressed and then let's be happy. <laughs> happy yeah, exactly. exactly. Um, fuck Instant Replay. I've been saying this on this podcast for a very long time, and now I finally have bullets in my gun to stop firing at everybody <laughs> because what the fuck at least i'm not the most depressed at this table today no, i mean me we may not be defending the stanley cup championship because our team my team got knocked out but at least we didn't have a record-setting season we had a record-setting <laughs> season by three fucking games and we blew it in fucking seven no no, no. you blew it in three you were up yeah we were up three, three one, one and we lost three fucking straight yep this is worse than tampa yeah this is worse than tampa yeah because they got swept they got swept so there was no collapse involved it was just they got their doors blown off and then it awakened a demon and they kept they kept winning they won two straight until colorado stopped them Mm -hmm. and then and this (laughs) toronto's keeping them out we're gonna go to your your issues first because how's this how about instead of talking about our issues first how about we talk about the teams that advanced first so let's talk about this for them let's let's send out congratulations to all of the teams that have advanced and the biggest congratulations should go to the toronto maple leafs who knocked off the tampa bay lightning Mm -hmm. toronto won a stanley cup playoff series hell hath frozen over yep wow Toronto will be playing the Panthers. We'll get back to them. And the Carolina Hurricanes will be facing my Eastern Conference representative, New Jersey Devils. Yep. Mm -hmm. Talk about another team that collapsed, the Rangers. The Rangers. Yeah, that was was hard. That was hard to watch. That was hard to watch. And out in the West, we have the Dallas Stars versus the Seattle Kraken. We'll get back to them. Dallas... Had a great series. Yep. Yeah, that was a really good series. Against Did what the they Wild. were supposed to do against the Wild. And I was I was wrong on that one too. I thought MA, uh, MAF was going to hold that series down, and it just didn't happen. I think um, I was the only one to pick Dallas. Right. You were the only one to pick Dallas. Yep. Um, which means we're all kind of fucked coming out of this next season series. Yeah. Because uh, none of us have a team advancing in that one. Um, and then in the other series, uh, we all. Did well. We all had the Golden Knights and the Oilers, and both of those teams have advanced mm-hmm. into the next round. Um, the Golden Knights, which is the number one seed in the West, has advanced, and they'll be facing that three-headed. It's not even a two-headed beast anymore. Evander Kane is Evander Kane, Leon Draisaitl, ridiculous and right now. Connor McDavid. Yeah, it's just, it's just absolutely ridiculous. It's so top-heavy. So, kind of to review real quickly, what our bracket looked like. <laughs> um, we had the Avs facing. The Wild and the Stars. Um, so the Abs didn't advance. You're the only one who got the Stars. And we had the Golden Knights and the Oilers. So we hit it on the park there. Bang, bang. <sighs> we got fucking torched in the... In the e- well, no. I got torched. <laughs> yeah. I had the Canes. So it's the only fucking one I have right. Because I had the Rangers, the, the fucking Light- Bruins, and the Lightning. <laughs> and the Canes. You got one. I got one of three. Yep. Fucking 25%. That's failing. <laughs> Don't worry, we all failed because I only got 50% um, because she actually had the exact same picks as you. Um, I'm the only one who went on a limb. 
I like the Devils. I told you guys, I just I like them, and it took a goalie change to make that one a really strong pick. But yeah. um, Carolina advanced, so we were all right there, and you know, man, we fucked up the Atlantic bracket. You know, you know what other goalie change you know. fucking helped? The Bruins not fucking making one until Game Seven, and Alex Lyons sitting after Game Three, and Bobrovsky coming in and absolutely digging down the Bruins. Mm-hmm. I can't put that on. I, as much as I want to put, I want to lamb based you putting a injured goaltender out there on the ice. He is the better of the two options, even mm-hmm. when he's not a hundred percent, and he's a forty game winner. Hallmark? Yeah, he was a forty game winner mm-hmm. in the regular season. Yeah. Actually, the scary part is both 40-game winners are out of the playoffs right now. Mm-hmm. Gorgiev and Olmark are both out of the playoffs. And both of them have solid backups who could have came in and done things in their series, respectively. Mm-hmm. But, alas, it didn't happen. Um, I'm angry for you guys because... As much as I didn't have them going to the finals, I didn't have them coming out and losing in the first fucking round to a team that they were dominating. Mm-hmm. We were up 3-1 in the series. 3-1. The last time we spoke, we were talking about how, okay, Bruins Florida, should close it out in game five. Florida and, has yep. a fire up their ass, and you know maybe they're being a little chippy because they were a team that was, num- they were number one last year, the President's Trophy, yada, 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 and they've come down, they've come down a little bit, and they're mm-hmm. being chippy. The Bruins should have closed it out in Game 5. Martian was 100%. on a fucking breakaway. Mm-hmm. The team was up 3-2, and he didn't score that goal. That It was tied. You talk about, like... That game went to s- overtime. You, exactly. Yeah. You talk about, like, like series-changing events. Marshawn scores that goal, that series it, is over. Over, oh, because yeah. you're, you're leading the game 4-2. Mm-hmm. It changes the complexion of the game. No, no, no. So that, that breakaway oh, was, was at it, the end of the third... Oh, the game was the tied. The game was tied. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We scored that goal. There the is game. half a second left. That's game. There's no way. Yeah. Yes. So, also, shouldn't have fucking gave up the goal with one minute left in the fucking that's, third period. That's tough because... I get it. They were... The extra attack. Extra attack. I They understand. called the timeout. They yeah. designed the play. Yeah. But you there were saying it, Michaela. They should have cleared the fucking puck. Yeah, they had two opportunities and they shot it right in the direction mm-hmm. of Panthers players who were able to just grab it and put it back down. So, and I mean... It was tough to watch. We're, we're really beating up on Boston right now. Florida's defensive game plan after game two was incredible. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, 100%. The fact that they pinched the blue line and said, okay, Boston, dump and chase. Beat us by dumping and chasing. And Boston could not do it. Yep. And the other thing, they quieted all the top scorers on that team. Pasta oh, did nothing. Marshawn, did nothing. Bergeron. Bergeron, when he came back, did nothing. Mm-hmm. I mean, you had to get... You Bertuzzi had to get goals had- from Bertuzzi. Um, I think Orlov had one or two. You had to have the... Carlo had one. When the last time fucking Carlo scored a goal? <laughs> and, well, I mean, to, and like when Dave we said, scored, we defense. had to get fucking lucky. We had one of... Towards the end of the season, we had one of the worst fucking power plays. Mm-hmm. I don't know how many power play goals we scored because it was the only way we could fucking get it, was, it, it was when the, we were a man advantage. Five yep. on five, you guys were being beat. When we had yep. the best five on five all, all season. regular season. All season. That's five on five. It They pinched the blue line and they changed the complexion of the mm-hmm. series. That's and we what they couldn't did. adapt to it. I I posted this after the after that game. I said it fucking hurts, but congrats to the Panthers. They fucking out they outplayed us. Mm-hmm. They out coached you. They got out coached. Yeah. 
outcoached. And if this is how Bergeron's leaving Boston, if <sighs> this is his last game, yeah. that's, that's, that's harsh. Yeah. I've sent you guys the thing from Urinating Tree. Shout out. That that guy's fucking page is hilarious. I haven't watched any of them, honestly. <laughs> I, I'll be perfectly honest. <laughs> my, my two teams I had going in this playoffs <laughs> both lost in game seven. I've got nothing left to follow because the Avs are out. Sorry, I don't. We're going to be talking about it, but yeah. I don't have anybody to follow now because I had, if the Bruins went out, I was following the Rangers. Or if both went out, I'm following the, or one of the three were the mm-hmm. teams I was following all out in the first round. I've got nothing holding me to watch the rest of the playoffs. I mean, I'll still I catch some of it. It's hockey. Because I love thing. hockey. Yeah. I'm excited to see the Kraken. No offense. Oh, yeah. But their fucking second year in the league, McGinnon. they were god dog shit awful last year, and they fucking win yep. a playoff series against well, the defending Stanley Cup champions. Injuries last year really hurt Seattle, but yes, they were dog shit awful last year. You're 100% correct. But the expansion is so different in hockey than it is in every it, other sport. Exactly. Because look at Vegas Golden Knights. They were in the Stanley Cup finals mm-hmm. in their first year exactly. as Did they a win franchise. the second year? Um, they no, they haven't won, won yet. But they've they been it. there. They've been yeah. there. That's what I'm saying. They've been there so the idea of like an expansion team coming in and then all of a sudden just being like this bottom of the barrel team isn't necessarily what really happens i know there there have become outliers like actually no there haven't because when the phoenix coyotes entered as an expansion team they were good they had nikolai javi bulin and they had keith kachuk and they had jeremy roenick they had a good team back then Mm -hmm. they just as of recently they haven't been any good the minnesota wild have always kind of been competitive Mm -hmm. when um, the Hoffman Whalers became the Carolina Hurricanes. They were competitive. Um, even the Florida Panthers uh, at the beginning, I think they came in like 95. They went to a Stanley Cup Finals in 96 or 97 against mm-hmm. the Avalanche. So expansion How is so... has been in the league? Um, so technically they've been in for a long time because so they were the Quebec Nordiques. And in, I okay. Bl- I believe it was 95. That's why for a few years ago, I saw the Avalanche with the 25 logo. Yeah. And I was like, they've not been in the league that long, but that's because they transferred yes, somewhere else. Yes. Um, but it's just one of those things where you're s- expansion so different in hockey because of the way that the expansion draft works and the exactly. supplement works and stuff like that. It's not like football or, I mean, I can't remember the last time baseball expanded, but there's been some god shit off teams in baseball. They're, they're, I've heard a lot of rumors going around that they might go to 32. They shouldn't. <laughs> the league's bad enough. <laughs> they shouldn't. Mm-hmm. They, they need to stop relegating teams to the AHL, uh, uh, the American base, uh, whatever it is. Yeah. Fucking you see how leagues. the Premiership works with 20 teams. That's yeah. all you need. That's all you need. And then you got four the leagues. Is, it works really well over there. Imagine it in any of the major leagues that we have yeah. here. Yeah, I mean, you have three football leagues now. You can make it work. You mm-hmm. can relegate a team. Um, all right. Well, I might, well, you guys have ripped off your Band-Aids. Any other comments you have to make about this series besides the fact that you're heartbroken? You're angry? I <laughs> I want to know what Swayman's injury was because he came in in game three when Olmark got tossed or game four, whatever it was, when Olmark got tossed for eight minutes. Mm-hmm. He was playing fine. He seemed healthy. I don't know what it was, whether or not it was sickness or whatever. What worked all season? Olmark, Swayman. Olmark, Swayman. Keep them both fresh. Keep them both on the... On the ice, if Swayman struggles in game two, start Olmark in three, and if you can go up 2-1, whatever, jump back and forth. It's mm-hmm. what worked all season. That's how you got to 65 wins. You had a 40 winner and a 25 winner. Swayman had, I think, three or four shutouts this year. Jump back and forth between your goalkeepers. If he had an injury and you fucking put it out there, 
Understandable. We don't know why you sat all week, all two weeks. Put it out there. Tell us what's going on. Uh, injury reports will come out. Just like last year to end the season for Colorado when you find out people's ankles are hanging on by like threads and yeah. people need full knee replacements and hip mer- The injury reports in hockey. The problem is these guys are so fucking tough. Mm-hmm. Like they just go out there no matter what. You got, I mean, we talked about it on the last episode where you had yeah, fucking, was name? it Morgan Barron? Yeah. Whose face gets sliced open, 75 st- stitches. I mean, tough guy. Mm-hmm. Andrew Cagliano for the, for the Avalanche. Game six, gets his neck broken, mm-hmm. cracks vertebrae in his neck, finishes the game, scores a goal in that game. These guys are just built differently. It's just mm-hmm. what it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Speaking of which, <laughs> how is Jordan Everly not suspended for game seven? How? I want. I, I legitimately need an answer to this. I need to understand this because Kale McCarr, who's a clean player, has never had any infractions with the league, is one of the best defensemen in the NHL. Interference penalty takes out, I don't even know who the guy was that he took out, for the Kraken. Is suspended for a game for an interference penalty. Mm -hmm. Yet Jordan Eberle forces a guy's head into the boards. And not not the plastic part, which is still hard. No, the fucking wood. Breaks the guy's neck. Now I get it. Cogliano finished the game. But the very next day, they announced he was going to be missing the remainder of the playoffs. He was out indefinitely with fractured vertebrae. That's no fucking joke. Yeah. When that news comes out, how do you not suspend Eberly? How? Like, I, I get the stunned silence. I'm, I'm legitimately <laughs> asking a, the question because it, blo- it boggles my mind. I mean, I told you, I think the only thing, not that anything makes sense, but the only thing I could see is because he finished the game, That's but that that's still doesn't where, make an excuse. That's where my mind goes, because when Kale McCarr made that <laughs> interference penalty, the player went down and went out. Correct, but McCarr yeah. finished the game. Yeah, Kale finished the, finished the game. Mm-hmm. Eberly did this hit. The guy f- that he hit finished the game. It didn't come out till after the final bell final Mm -hmm. horn of that game Mm -hmm. into the next day that he had fractured vertebrae correct which is still a day in between the next game did the abs put in did you hear anything about that i haven't heard about them putting anything into the league or anything like that i know a lot of people are outraged by it i know i've been which listening to con like again i've been listening i always listen to the urinating tree because he is hilarious he the things he talks about is just fucking funny but the Colorado congratulations video I showed you. I did not realize how many combined games Colorado had of injuries this year. 429 games in combined injuries yeah. this year. That's so, it's ridiculous. Yeah, that's, that's yeah. insane. That's ridiculous. And on top of it, you want to talk about like players missing time? I mean, we don't have, I don't have all the details, and I don't think all the details have been released, but you have Valerie Nechuskin mm-hmm. after game three personal reasons away from the team you find out there was an intoxicated woman in his hotel room and it violates team personal conduct and all this other stuff and he has to step away from the team for personal reasons mm-hmm. your top five offensive threats and the reason why colorado was so dangerous last year in the playoffs was depth mm-hmm. i get it we lost Kadri, who was a big piece but your top five offensive threats are defenseman and kale mccarr cogliano who is on your third line 
Nichushkin, who's on your second and third line. Mik- Actually, no, I'm sorry. Look, I'm going to even stretch this. I'm going to go six. Your top six offensive threats are Kale McCarr, defenseman, Andrew Cogliano, Valerie Nichushkin, Gabriel Landeskog, Nate McKinnon, and Miko Rantanen. Two of those guys saw all the ice time in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Kale McCarr was suspended for a game. Valerie Nichushkin disappeared. Andrew Cogliano had his neck broken. And Gabriel Landeskog has not seen the ice all year. We became top line heavy. Mm-hmm. And it showed in the first two games in the series when <clears throat> I love Jed Bednar. I've wanted him to stay around for a long time. I think he's a great coach. Mm-hmm. He tried splitting up McKinnon and Rantanen to start the series. To kind of to tr- even out the yeah. even out the lines. Correct. The problem was is they need each other. They need they need <laughs> they work better with each other. They work better separated. with each other yeah. than correct. And then when you lose in the true skin and everybody else isn't gelling, it doesn't work. God, it just sucks so bad. It sucks yeah. so bad because to see them fight as hard as they have all year, I really thought they were going to get by the crack. And then all of us thought they were going to get by mm-hmm. the crack. Fuck, we all had them in five. <laughs> we gave Seattle a game. We, we didn't, didn't give yeah. them a series. We didn't give them a series. No. But congratulations to the Kraken. No, congratulations to the to the fan base. I think that's awesome. Um, fucking their troll. Their goddamn <laughs> troll. Mascot. Motherfucker. <laughs> God, last time we were here, fucking series was 2-1. I mean, you guys were 3-1 last time we were here. This is fucking bad. <laughs> this is depressing. This was a tough, tough, tough first round. Wow, last time we were here, the Rangers were up. They're out. Boston was up. They're out. Colorado was up. They're out. Everybody else was tied or Vegas was up. And Vegas blew the doors off the Winnipeg Jets. So it's yeah. kind of what it is. Yeah, Vegas looks scary. Vegas looks fucking scary. But they are going to run into a buzzsaw. They do have um, the Oilers upcoming. So. That's going to be a fun series. That's going to be a fun, That's going to be a very series. fun series. Oh, man. <laughs> what do we want to move on? Yo, I'm done. Can we move on? We, we can. <laughs> like, we please. can. We can. I'm just, oh. Do we want to chat some b-ball? No. Fuck you. Oh, basketball. I thought you were talking baseball. Oh. <laughs> do you really need to make me more depressed? This poor man has already gone on a soliloquy yeah. upstairs, and he's like, "You're gonna make me relive it all over again." There you go. Punch myself. See, I made too many goddamn Bruins equal Hulk puns in the last few weeks that we just got fucking laid out. Yeah. We look like Hulk at the. I don't know. You what, look like Loki. I was gonna say exactly. What, what, uh, we went I'm, from being Hulk. I'm to a Loki. god. What? <laughs> what movie is it that Hulk has the glasses? Oh, that's all Avengers End. Looks game? like Bitch Hulk. <laughs> yeah. No, you you weren't Bitch Hulk. You guys were Loki. You were up. We I'm went a- from being Hulk <laughs> to being Loki because we we got it. We got him in the beginning, but then yeah, yeah. They had us in the first half. Not gonna lie. Basketball, oh, basketball. All right, all right, we're going to basketball. Thank God. So <laughs> I don't want to talk. We're not gonna talk baseball. Don't worry. We're not gonna drag you through the mud. So again. we are in the second round of the playoffs for both East and West. Um, in the East, um, it is Miami versus New York, and the result of that first game was Miami beat them, and I was very surprised I had the next winning game one. But as a result of that game, Jimmy Butler will miss game two with that ankle injury. Audi. At, so at least it's not broken. Exactly. He can always come back yeah, it from looked, it. It looked ugly to begin with. And then the second series is Philly versus Boston. 
Philly took game one. Baston. <coughs> How are you the league sucks. MVP if your team's better without you? And you know what? And I have <laughs> submitted. I was like, you know what, Dave? I, I got to go. I got to go on the Joker. And speaking of Joker, um, Denver versus Phoenix. Denver up 2-0, I think. Up 2-0. And did, it's not even. Did you see his stat contest. line? <laughs> Did you see his fucking <laughs> stat line? I love Joker. He's like the only him. player in basketball history to have a game in which he has 35, 15, and 5. Yep. Bra- He's done it twice. Breaking news. Oh, shit. Philadelphia 76ers. Joel Embiid has won the 2022-2023 NBA MVP. No, you're not fucking serious. Come on. ESPN. Seriously? Wow. <laughs> we literally just fucking just brought it up. submitted to be like, yeah, it should be Joker. Fuck, dude. I mean, you you did say Embiid. We were talking a couple of weeks back, so. But, wow. It is a... I, but the thing is, it being a regular... Now that I'm thinking about it, it being a regular season award, those stats that I said about them being better statistically and having a winning record was in the regular season. So that's why I'm like, shit. But you know what? You know what? I'm, congrats. I, congrats. I'm still blaming one guy. Congrats. I can't, you know. Because the whole the whole conversation changed after one person opened his mouth. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That whole thing. It, yeah, it KP. Sti- still, de- still disgusts me till now. Yeah. It, well deserving. Embiid's numbers are fucking ridiculous. I mean, if you go through all like the the analytics and everything, the yeah. numbers he's like put it's up not are, like he's a bad no, player no, or anything. But no, he's one yeah. of the best plays on one of the best teams. It makes sense. But again, wow, Joker is clearly on another level. Shit. That just that shit just took me for a loop. Yeah. Anyways, wow. Okay. And speaking, like I said. um, Philly won game one without Embiid, and I'm not 100% sure if he's going to be playing for game two. But um, Oh, you forgot the fourth series. Oh, yeah, talk, sorry. That's right. I just Lakers talked about Denver. Um, Lakers Golden and State. Golden State. And it's renewing the LeBron and uh, Curry rivalry because <laughs> the last time they played, it wasn't a playoff game. It was the playing game. Um, not last year, but the year before where the Lakers beat them. Or maybe it was last year. No, Anyways. I think it was the like, year before. I think it was, yeah, because they, the, won, they won the 2020, and it was in 2021. <clears> yeah. <throat> okay. yeah. Um, but the last time that these two teams have played 100% like in the playoffs was in the 2018 finals. Was the last year that... 3-1 three one, three one collapse, right? No, oh, it was okay. the year after when okay. it, KD, the second year KD was in... Okay. Um, uh, in, in Golden State. Yeah, so that's going to be an incredible series. So I'm looking forward to that. Steph Curry is fucking ridiculous. He, the Th- thing is, is that I, game seven? What was that? Curry. Okay, you want to hear a fifty odd points or something stupid? He had fifty points. You want to hear a stupid stat? Like for, fifty points, incredible. He traveled almost two hundred feet in less than twenty four seconds in a possession. So that means he in the half court in less than a full possession sh- of a shot clock of twenty four seconds, he traveled almost two hundred feet. This dude does not stop moving. And that's what makes him so great as well. He just he's always he's never he's never stop he doesn't stop moving. He's always looking for the ball. If he has the ball, he's always passing it off and trying to get a um a screen to get open. Oh my God. It's just 
it's infuriating to watch if you're it's just, against, like if your team is uh, playing against him. But it's no, it's you know what's even more infuriating is when he puts the shot up and he automatically turns his back because he, he, he just, knows it's going and he just starts walking in the other direction to not the play greatest defense. three point shooter that has <laughs> ever existed and probably will ever exist. It's gross. It's absolutely gross. He's defined a generation. He's defined the sport. Mm. He's changed. Like the he's sport. changed the sport because now everybody plays beyond the three because that's I mean that's really one of the big differences in um in Bede's game is playing behind the arc. Because yep. he, I mean, all exactly he, he all these big men shooting threes now. He, he couldn't make it as a. I'm not saying he couldn't make it, but the league didn't allow him to advance as a paint in the paint big man. That's, yeah, that's not so the way the game is anymore. So he moved out, and he became a much better perimeter shooter. Yep. And it changed the game, and all of that is thanks to the fact that Steph Curry just. I mean, he hit. He can hit a shot from anywhere. I bet you that guy. I bet you if the that, second he hits half court. It's nothing. It's not he. He practices it exactly. You watch his warm up. He practices it. He starts at the basket and he just goes in a straight line all the way back yep. to half court, and then he comes all the way back forward. So the second he passes, excuse <clears throat> me, half court, he's a threat. Yeah. And then obviously forget that when he's on the three point line itself, and people don't give him a lot of credit. He's a really good. He's really good at getting to the perimeter. I mean, uh, getting to the basket. Oh yeah. Like people don't think about it, but because people are like, oh, but Kyrie and uh, you know Harden, all these fancy guys who are getting to the uh, getting to the basket. It's like, but Curry does it efficiently, and yeah. he does it when he needs to do it. Correct. And, and it's just. And the other scary part about it is you talk about half court. If there's a second on the clock and you get him the ball even at oh, his yeah. free throw line, there's a good chance it's going in. Yeah, I can't. It's just this man does, he does, I mean, he's not the greatest defender, but he doesn't need to be with the way that that team, the way that it's run. Yeah. But it's just, again, as someone, as if you're a fan of him, like, holy shit. But if, if your team is going against him, it's hard, man. This is going to be a tough series to watch for me, but. It's going to be a good series. It is. It is. Lakers are up right now, right? Um, no, they haven't played a game yet. Oh, they haven't played yet. Oh, that's right. Because the Golden State had the. Game seven. Game seven. That's right. All right, so what are we getting into? Is that now? it for B-Ball? That's it, yeah. Um, do we yeah. want to touch on the the status so far of the Formula One season? I mean, I, that's something I don't follow. I mean, you're, so. you're a man, just... Uh, My boy Checo. Your boy Checo. Well, I mean, Checo. Red Bull went one and two. champion. He is. They have not lost. Like, they've been one... Uh, they have not lost. They've had four races. A Red Bull driver has, has topped... Won. Yep. We were one away from a one-two finish all four races. Yeah. Checo finished fifth in Melbourne after the monstrosity that was that race. <laughs> um, but no, um, it's six points between Max in one and Checo in two. Yep. And so that I, six points I is like, Melbourne. The thing that's... I don't want to say this is the thing that sucks about Formula One, but it's it is it is glaring. Riddle. When there's a team that's dominating, they are dominating. Because you think about it, it's them six points apart, and, and then, then who's the next one? Fernando. How many points back? Like let's twenty something. Yeah, exactly. Enough said. Twenty seven. So it goes Verstappen ninety three, uh, Checo eighty seven, Alonso sixty, and then Hamilton at forty eight. And that is that's that's drivers, and then constructors. It's almost a hundred point difference with Red Bull, Aston Martin. Uh, so Red Bull 180, Aston Martin 87, Mercedes 76, and then Ferrari at 62. So that's my my that's my only qualm 
with Formula One. That's my that's my biggest gripe with and when there's with, a, with a Formula glaring difference, and it makes sense and it's understandable, but it's still like the competition at a certain point is just not there. It gets laughable. Yeah. It gets laughable, and to me, this is why I prefer stock racing. To because the cars wheel. are the same. The Everything is the same. Everything's the same. Yep. It's all driver ability. You, yep. Correct. And I'm not listen. <laughs> these. Is, it, it doesn't matter what level you're at when it comes to that top level. If you're driving Formula One, if you're driving IndyCar, if you're driving sprints, mm-hmm. if you're driving drags, if you're driving stock cars, open wheel. It doesn't matter. When you're at that top level, you're clearly the best drivers in the world. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I would love to see. What Verstappen? What Verstappen could, could do, do in a, in stock a car. Williams car, exactly. Or I'm saying even oh, in, in yeah. different oh, cars, in different cars. Where, yeah. exactly. Like and what Nick DeVry could do in, in a, a Red, Red Bull, Bull or an Aston. What? All right, I saw the funniest meme the other day, and it made me think of you. And it's the one with Mr. Bean and a guy <laughs> on the side of him who pulls out the pencils, and the guy had his name. It was Verstappen on his chest, and he takes the pen out and he puts it on the table, and it's like his one championship. So Mr. Bean is playing Hamilton and he takes out his pen and he puts it on the table and it's one championship. And then the other guy takes another pen out and he puts it on the table and it's two championships. So then as Hamilton, he takes on another pen and puts on the table two championships. Then he reaches into another pocket, three championships, (laughs) four championships, five championships, six championships. And then he pulls out a wad of pens, 196 career wins. And then Verstappen has 56. Put Hamilton in Red Bull. Oh, absolutely. Put him in a Red Bull, yeah. Just imagine. I mean, he's been so frustrated Red for the Bull's past two years. Red Bull's only been this dominant for like two years. Two or three years. Two years. The two and years, two years that Verstappen has won it. Mm-hmm. Well, they were really competitive in 2019 and 2020 when yeah. Hamilton won it, but they were just They were just below, just and below. that was Verstappen and Ricardo exactly. driving for that team. Yeah, and, and, then, ha- and Hamilton was driving still in Mercedes at yeah. that time, Hamilton's right? been in Mercedes since 2011. He started oh, with- Oh, he started um, in the, around them. In- um, fucking Al, not Alpine. No, um, McLaren. Yeah, he yeah, because he took o- he took over for Schumacher mm-hmm. when Schumacher mm-hmm. had his horrific skiing accident. Which, again, you want to talk about a guy who dominated his sport for a long Michael time? Schumacher. Fucking Michael Schumacher. It was a joke. Yeah. There, were, I think there was a season where he didn't lose a race. Mm-hmm. There was a season he won every race. It was ridiculous, and he just was stupid at one point. People are like, "How do you even bother? Like." What do you do at this point? Like, do you put halfway at the season? I mean, it's that was done. Max last year. He yeah. won. He well, won with how many? Sixteen out of twenty-two. And then yeah, the, but it he was started, over. He started the season really rough. Yeah, yeah. They started rough. He started with two, uh, two DNFs and three races. Correct. Mm-hmm. And I was over here joking around and talking shit about it. I'm like, oh, look at your boy. And then all of a sudden, just <laughs> yeah. And that's because Charles Leclerc started off really strong, and, and then, this year, and then he's so gone. something's gone on with Ferraris power unit or whatever i don't know what happened in the offseason they changed or what have you but they've been struggling this year whereas aston's driving a mercedes car yeah quote unquote and that's why fernando is performing so, so well. well yep which in what may be fernando's last year or last two years i'm happy to see oh, him yeah. have the success yeah he's got one world title in him when he drove for renault mm-hmm. i think it was Renault. no yeah two it's two yeah it's two both with renault. renault yeah okay um but no, it. I'm happy with his. It's success, unfair, like, honestly. It is. But for me, it's fun because as a Red Bull fan, I get the top of the table regardless. Mm-hmm. But I'm Ooh, also a Red che- Bull fan, Eagles fan. It's fucking good, your Bruins got fucking blown off. <laughs> 
I'm only playing. Eagles didn't show up for the second half of the Super Bowl, okay? Hey, listen. <laughs> you do we really want to compare? I was going to say, yeah. You do we really want to compare here? Let's uh, let's all put our teams I'm gonna out I'm going to give you a handshake because thank you for Jalen Carter. <laughs> <laughs> Again, all right. Are we? You want to continue the F1 conversation? No, we're okay. good. I have no problem with trading that pick because there was nothing Jalen Carter would do on the Bears. Nothing. Mm. He would have been the cent. He would have been the 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 focal point of that defense, and you would have been able to turn two guys or three guys against him at any time. And on it wouldn't have line, helped his progression. And it wouldn't have team. helped his yeah. progression. I'm very happy he's going to the Philadelphia Bulldogs, Philadelphia Eagles. <laughs> yeah, it's never. All right. Or the, the Roll Bulldogs, Roll Tide Bulldogs, because our fucking offense is Alabama, Alabama our defense de- is Georgia. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's just one of those things where it's and like... Howie was a fucking gator. <laughs> I know, think about that, man. It's all SEC up there. Yeah. Um, But no, if you really think about it, it's it, you've got the national championship defensive line. Mm-hmm. Now you just got to make sure Jalen Carter doesn't decide to go racing more vehicles in Philadelphia. Yeah, you know he already had the unfortunate that happened to one of his teammates. You know what? That continue, but um, no, I'm I'm perfectly I'm perfectly fine with what we did. Mm-hmm. Would I have preferred to have gotten? I think it was Paris Johnson was the like the top offensive tackle who ended up going like early a little bit earlier. I would have preferred having the best offensive tackle in the draft, but obviously Chicago targeted a player. Mm-hmm. They knew that. They had a chance to take Jalen Carter, and they basically leveraged that against Philly. Mm-hmm. They're like, I mean, we're going to take him if you're not. Yeah. How badly do you want him? You're willing to give up another pick for and, him. And yeah. a lot of it has to do with the fact that the Bears, people aren't giving them credit. The Bears hosted Carter a few times. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If the Eagles really wanted Carter, they had to make a move. They had to be like, okay, do we, we have to make a move. We have to make something happen because if we want this kid, we know Chicago's going to take him. So I'm fine with Chicago not taking not taking him because we drafted plenty of defensive linemen anyway in the draft. Then we ended up getting three defensive linemen in this draft and somebody who um, is considered a really strong three technique to run the four three defense. You need a good three technique. So I'm happy. With, I'm happy with the Bears draft. I'm not over the moon about it. I'm not like fucking dude Houston. You get your number one quarterback and you get a fucking defensive yeah, yeah. defensive two, end three two back three to back to back. And all you have to do is give up next year's first rounder. I have no problem with that if I was a Houston fan at all. No. They had a really good draft. New England honestly had a really decent draft. They had a good draft. I, I, a I better like, draft than I expected, and I Philly talked had about a good it. draft. Everybody had um, a better draft than Will Levi. Yeah, he's going to get dumped. <laughs> I went first. Everyone's thinking too. he's going to go first overall. Not first overall. He's going to go no, top five. No, there was rumors that he was going to go to Carolina that were coming out the day before the draft. Yeah. That he was going to Carolina, and I was joking. I was joking around with my buddy at work. He's a Panthers fan, <laughs> and I was joking around with him. And so he didn't. Clearly, he didn't get through in the first first round. I said, "Yeah, he never said Carolina never told him what round they were going to take him." And he goes, "If they take fucking Will Levi with their second round pick, I'm no longer a Panthers fan. You don't go and get somebody in the first, first round and then get somebody in the second well, round. First overall pick, yeah. What's that? What are we? The, the Commanders? <laughs> well, actually, he called them the Redskins, which is correct. <laughs> so he's like, "No, we're not them." when you draft RG3 and Kirk Cousins. So. Mm-hmm. All right. Jumping from one draft to another, another. draft. Yes. Jumping shows, technically. The Donkey yes. Doy Connection part begins. Yes. <clears throat> the WWE draft. So good. So I'm just going to read down the You're gonna do raw. rosters. I'll do Raw. I'll, all right. You'll do Raw. I'll do SmackDown. All righty. Um, and then, Michaela, if you want to knock out the... Um, free agents. Free agents. Sure thing. Um. Two raw 
went, and this is an American. Order. Uh, Numerical? I was going to say American, <laughs> because, American? I, because I read Alpha, oh. and I was going to go American <laughs> Alpha. American now, Alpha. In uh, alphabetical order, Akira Tozawa, Alpha Academy, which is Chad and Otis. And she she's also going to be part of it now. Have you have you not been watching Raw? No. Ma- Maxine has been coming oh, is down she with really? Alpha. Oh, has been coming down with Alpha, Alpha Academy. Oh wow. She got drafted with Maximum Male Models. Correct, but she's been coming out with Alpha Oh, she's going to go. It's okay. hilarious. It's it's um, fucking hilarious, dude. Apollo Cruz. Yep. Becky Lynch, Strowman and Ricochet, Bronson Reed, Candice LeRae, Cody Rhodes, Dana Brooke, Dexter Loomis, Drew McIntyre, Emma Umberto and Angel Garza, or Umberto Carrillo and Angel Garza, because they need to give their last names back. All of Imperium. I'm so happy about Indy that. Hartwell, Indy Sheer, J.D. McDonough. Hey, hold on. You got to put something on Indy Hartwell. NXT Women's, Women's Champion, Champion Indy, Indy Hartwell. Hartwell. John Gargano, um, Katana Chance, and Caden Carter. I love that. Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. Marseille, Mansoir, and Maxine Dupree. Maximum male models. <laughs> Matt Riddle, Natalia, Nikki Cross, Odyssey Jones. I love that. I love that I move. I love that move. Piper Niven, Raquel Rodriguez, and Liv Morgan. Your tag team yes. champions. The SmackDown Women's Champion, Rhea Ripley. Riddick Moss. I got his, he got his full name he back. He got his full name back. He's no longer Madcap. Uh, Ronda and Shayna. <laughs> <laughs> you guys dog on them so much. I just can't stand Ronda Rousey. I love Shayna. I will put this right out there. I fucking love Shayna Baszler. Cannot stand Ronda Rousey. I don't, I don't mind Ronda. That means she's a good heel if you can't stand her. Exactly. She does what she's supposed to. Yep. Seth freaking Rollins. Shinsuke Nakamura. Love that move. Um, Sonya Deville and Chelsea Green. Tegan Knox. All of Judgment Day. Well, the remainder of Judgment Day. So, Dominic. Dom, Damien, and Finn. Bella. Um, The Miz. The New Day. Which is only two members. Yeah. Because Big E was not announced to return. Nope. Um, the Viking Raiders. Trish. With, with Valhalla. With Valhalla. Well, I know they didn't know it, but she's with them. Trish Stat- Stratus. Zia Lee. And Zoe Stark. I'm very happy about Zoe Stark, too. <laughs> uh, I love that. So, before we get to SmackDown... Who is the inaugural world heavyweight champion? Because these Rosses become in effect the day after Backlash. So the Monday after Backlash, the Mm -hmm. Rosses are in effect. And that means that your roster that is sitting right here is going someone on this roster is going to hold the world heavyweight championship Mm -hmm. and then i want to get your thoughts on something else that triple h said while unveiling the title so first who do you think is going to be that champion so roman is not eligible he is not because his uwu championship that's what it's called uwu united you know universal Universal world World heavyweight undisputed universal world world heavyweight championship (laughs) um i love it he um he's on smackdown and that championship is smackdown exclusive exclusive Mm -hmm. so who gets it okay who do you want to get it and who really is getting it because i know you miss the two picks all the time so So I was gonna I was gonna ask for a clarification. Yeah. <laughs> Does it have to be a raw superstar? 
So I don't know what free agency has to do with any of this. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say it's Brock Lesnar. So, but then he has to solely stay on Raw because the title has to stay on Raw. It's true. So, all right. But so, he's a free agent. He can go anywhere. And then true. Roman can beat him for the belt. And Roman has all three. Fucking book it, WWE. <laughs> <laughs> you know, because Paul came out on Raw. Yeah. He says that well, belt's going to look really good on our tribal chief. Yep. So, okay. So, that's your fantasy and your realistic. <sighs> My realistic... My mind says Seth. Okay. Okay. All right. What about you? So, who I want? This is who I want. Lashley. Gotta go, my guy. But. He's on SmackDown. No, I know. But who I can imagine. I know. It doesn't make any sense. But that's what I'm going with. I respect This might throw. Maybe I'll throw you through that. Finn Balor. I could see it being Balor. I mean, he was the inaugural Universal, so. I'm with you with Brock. I'm with you with Brock having the belt. Um, it just makes a lot of sense to me. Um, just because he is Brock Lesnar. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I can see him just running through people to get that World Heavyweight Championship. Yeah. For me, the obvious choice is Shinsuke Nakamura. Yeah, mm-hmm. okay. And the reason why I say it's the obvious choice mm-hmm. is because of how the belt was introduced. It will be a fighting championship belt. It will be a belt that can be taken all over the world and defended. Is the way Shin can defend it in New Japan? Wow! Just saying, Shin can defend it in Old Japan. Shin can defend it in in SPW. Fucking anywhere. The way it was presented. Now, maybe I'm just reading too much into the weeds with this, Mm -hmm. but when. Triple H says it can be defended all over the world. I understand that they have Saudi Arabia and they're going to have NXT Europe and they're going to have all this other stuff. To me, I think this draft right now is just a hard split in order to give better storylines going into Mm pay-per-views because sometimes it feels like the pay-per-views last year were a bit rushed with the storylines and you felt like you needed like a little bit longer, maybe six weeks versus four weeks for a pay-per-four storylines to kind of like culminate mm-hmm. and that's what this split does is it allows you to have a smackdown a raw a smackdown a raw i was just gonna say we're gonna split the yeah that, that's what the goal is to have the split pay-per-views and then have like the big blow-off one where it's a, a totality yeah. right yeah so what if they do this brand split after night of champions nakamura is your world champion whatever they go back because you're going to have Survivor Series not long after that. And then after Survivor Series, you get rid of the hard split. Because you've got to figure something out with the tag titles. Right? Mm-hmm. You're, we're going to talk about the SmackDown side of it in a second. But you have Raw tag team champions and SmackDown tag team champions who are unified right now. Mm-hmm. Okay, You have a women's roster on NXT that's been completely stripped. Mm-hmm. There are no tag teams left in there. And the tag team champions have been called up. We'll get to them in a second. You have tag team champions on the main roster, but now they're set on Raw. Those belts have to be cross-brand. And not just cross-brand SmackDown Raw. Those belts need to be SmackDown, NXT, Yeah, you need to to have your women's tag combined as well as your tag. 
one set of tag team champions to go across everything all three of those brands okay okay because if you're introducing a world title that, that can, can be, be defended all over the yeah. world got to kind of do the same thing i with think those. you need to do the same thing with the tag team belts okay. and i get it's hard you got to get fight you got to get people who are willing to travel a lot be mm-hmm. away from their family a lot and i understand this isn't 1980s wrestling where bret hart was fighting all over the world or hulk hogan was fighting all over the world but it's just one of those things where if that's the way you're going to present it i think it's the best to if either a you're going to hard split the men's tag team titles and keep just women one woman's tag team championship and have that float around because i don't think you have a deep enough tag team roster for the women's mm-hmm. anyway or B, you're really going to hamstring the women's tag team division. You really are. I mean, we're going to see some of the people who were drafted over to SmackDown, but they're going to lose an opportunity to have the women's tag team titles. That makes no sense to me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So when we get to the women's tag team, uh, when we get, oh my God, when we get to SmackDown, NXT women's tag team champions, Alba Fire and Isla Dawn, they were drafted. Oscar, uh, United States champion, Austin Theory, WWE Raw women's champion, Bianca Belair, your boy, Bobby Lashley. Mm-hmm. To the moon. To the moon. Cameron Grimes. Charlotte Flair. Damage Control, which is all three members. EO Sky, Dakota Kai, and Bailey. Edge, which I like because mm-hmm. this is this is some fantasy booking for me here. My favorite pick the of the entire draft. biggest fucking move. All draft. Grayson, Grayson Waller. Waller. I love it. I love it. And I like how they have him and Gargano separated right now. Mm-hmm. They're going to build to something. I, I feel it. <laughs> Hit Row was drafted. I'm sorry. I don't remember all the members of Hit Row. I apologize. It's um, Top Dollar, Ashanti, Ashanti, The Adonis, and B-Fab. Thank you. Um, Karrion Cross and Scarlet. LA Knight. Lacey Evans, which I'm happy to see um, her name pop up. I do want to see a little bit more of her. And I want that military one. The the, the bitch that she was just playing. I, yeah. wa- I mm-hmm. want that character. Um, the LWO, which includes Rey Mysterio Jr., um, Legato Del Fantasma, mm-hmm. and um, Zelina, Zelina Vega. Vega. Yep. Uh, the Pretty Deadly. I love this pickup. Mm-hmm. I really do. Rick Boogs. My steroided out Freddie Mercury. <laughs> <laughs> the Bloodline. Paul Heyman, Roman Reigns, and Solo Sokoa. They were announced as the Bloodline. Shotzi, Tamina, the Brawling Brutes, which is Sheamus, Pete Dunn, and Ridge Wait Holland. a minute. I missed that. They will be changing his name back to Pete Dunn. I don't know if it's official yet, but the, the rumor mill is he's going back as Pete Dunn. Fuck oh. yes. Finally. I've been <laughs> asking for months. So. Finally. So after them, we have the OC, which is Meechin, Gallows, and Anderson. And the phenomenal AJ Styles, <laughs> who is returned as a heel, back. Yep. and he's a heel. Just watch, just watch the way he carries himself in the ring. Watch the way that they took out the Viking Raiders. That's true. The Viking Raiders are fucking very heelish. The way yeah. that he was acting, like the way that they were in the ring, and he kind of just put himself up on the buckle and he's like, "Fight!" And they just went after each other. Very heel. Street Profits, Montez Ford and An- Angelo Dawkins. Mm-hmm. And the ones, the Usos, Jimmy and Jay. Yep. So, the way this is set up is now you have your Raw Women's Champion on SmackDown, mm-hmm. your SmackDown Women's Champion on Raw. Do not do a title swap. Don't do it. I think it would be stupid. Rename the belts. Oh. Rename the SmackDown one, the Women's Universal Championship, 
and named the Raw one the Women's Heavyweight Championship or the w- Women's World Championship. Mm-hmm. Universal so, Championship, World Championship. I also okay. saw another concept. <clears throat> okay. Instead of a stupid fucking backstage segment where they just trade belts. I mean, they both are fighting in Puerto Rico. Who is Bianca facing? Bianca is facing Io Sky. Mm-hmm. So Bianca, oh, they're both on SmackDown now. Because yes. Zelina is facing Rhea, who is Zelina's on SmackDown, Rhea's on Raw. Now, who can you imagine if Zelina wins both belt? belts? Go to fucking SmackDown. Anyway, the the concept I saw, and I really really like this. You have the two of them face for a face off. Okay, Rhea, Bianca. If Rhea wins, Bianca loses her Raw title. And the SmackDown title is vacated. Bianca is no longer champion. Rhea is Raw champion. And vice versa. Bianca wins. She's SmackDown champion. And Raw is vacated. And that way, both of them don't come out with championships. Okay. Mm -hmm. They have to fight to determine who is the champion. The other one is settled in, for example, a queen of the ring. Okay. Okay. I like it. It's a great idea. And then... And then you can have the King of the Ring and Queen of the Ring tournament. The King of the Ring happens on Night of Champions, or yep. you don't call it King of the Ring, but yeah. the Night of Champions tournament. Yep. And then you have the Night of Champions tournament for the women's title, for the vacated title. Yep. Mm-hmm. Now, we're going to get to free agency now. Who are the free agents? Do you have the list up? I, I do. Okay. All right. So first free agent is Baron Corbin. Love it. And then we have Brock Lesnar. Um, Mustafa Ali. What? You skipped one. You skipped Dolph Ziggler. Oh, I did. I'm so sorry. It hurts. Dolph Ziggler. It hurts. I Poor literally Ziggler. like, it was like tunnel the, vision. The best, the best seller in the <laughs> business. Went, went really out of order. Dolph Ziggler, Mustafa Ali. Um. Omos. Omos. I don't know why. Giant. I with MVP. Yep. With yep. MVP. Shelton Benjamin and Cedric Alexander. Elias. The drifter. Von Wagner. Love that. Yep. And John Gwynn. Zion Quinn. Oh Zion my god, Quinn. he's a fucking he's a monster. And that is it for free agents. Now. Short list. <laughs> I have a proposal for how to involve somebody else into free agency. Okay. You have one money in the bank title. One money in the bank briefcase. Yeah, yeah, there's only mm-hmm. one contract. At that point, you become a free, free agent. Free agent. That makes the most sense. And, Instead oh, yeah. of splitting it's, it, SmackDown Raw like men, they used men to, and women's. men and women's each have it. Have one, okay. and they become a free agent free by, holding agent. That t- mm-hmm. by holding that. For three brands. Yeah, as it, sh- as it should be. Now. For three brands, all titles. Mm-hmm. North American title, intercontinental title. That's the way it should be. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you should be able, I mean, unfortunately, <laughs> my boy Austin Theory looks like an <laughs> asshole cashing in. Yeah. But, yeah. all right, so do we it's go over brand. Backlash? The cards, the cards set. The cards set. Yes, the cards set. Fuck it, let's do it. All right, I gotta get that up. Yeah, so do I. I don't have it up, but I know the card is set. So, backlash twenty twenty three card. Boom. We know the two women's matches. We know the six person tag match. We know the main event. Main event's gonna be Bad Bunny versus Damian Priest. Yes, yes. I'm so excited for that. We have yes. we have Brock Lesnar versus Cody Rhodes. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be. It's gonna be a. It's got a good. Oh couple. fuck! You have the U.S. title triple threat. Yeah, the U.S. Yep. title triple threat. Um, yes. And Seth 
freaking <laughs> Rollins <laughs> versus Omos. So yes. let's hit it from the bottom to the top. Okay. So what match? First of all, what match opens? In your opinion, what match opens? U.S. title triple threat. Okay. Um, which one is the uh, main event? Main event is going to be Bad Bunny versus. Um, is that confirmed? Or is it's, it's, it's going to be. It's oh. going to be. Um, well, based on past conversations that we've had, Brock and Cody. Yes. That is the opening match. Oh yeah, Brock. Yeah. First, if Brock, he's not first, Brock's he's last. first. And what a way to open the show. Exactly. And even if you do a screwy finish. Um. You, no. Cody is squashed in five minutes. Look, Sub five minutes. Look at look at the give <laughs> us the exact time. Look at the parallels between Cody Rhodes and John Cena when John Cena was making his run to go after The Rock. He was getting crushed. Mm, yeah. Everywhere, everyone was beating him. Yep. Because as much as Cody is in the. Uh, when he's gotten beaten, so in the um on the raw side, mm-hmm. like you were saying about that whole money in the bank thing, I know yep. I like my pitch for money in the bank a lot better. <laughs> where uh, your boy, oh Logan Paul, Logan Paul <laughs> wins it and costs Logan so, Paul was yeah. not drafted. Yeah, he wasn't. He, wasn't. he was not drafted. So, so you have him uh, cost Seth Rollins. That'd be the perfect yep. way for me to do it. But um, regardless, yes, I think it's going to open with Brock Lesnar versus Cody Rhodes. I think Brock Lesnar um picks up a very quick win mm-hmm. i don't know if it's five minutes quick i think you need to give kind of Co- maybe drag it out a you little need to bit give cody more time yeah um but he is cody's going to suplex city is he gonna lose is something gonna happen where someone's gonna come out or is it no. just them too brock's just, just gonna be, do brock things yeah he's just gonna do brock things it would just make the most sense to me so i have brock going over cody how about yourself i have brock is it a D- uh dq He's gonna. I. Cody could win via DQ. That's okay. Brock could just go too crazy. Th- but okay. th- uh, he gets absolutely fucking destroyed. Okay. But then Brock goes too far. Okay. So okay. you have Cody DQ. via DQ. Okay. Yeah. Cody via DQ. I have Brock clean. Okay. Brock's gonna hit fourteen <laughs> suplexes, three F fives, a fucking spear, a jackhammer. I know he doesn't do those, but fuck it. Yeah. Um, Probably still do it better than Goldberg. Big move. Big move. Big move. And yeah. Cody loses an up under five. Okay. Um, I'm just going to go with this one next. SmackDown Women's Championship match, Rhea Ripley versus Zelina Vega. Rhea is a monster heel right now. You do not let Zelina win in her home. Rhea wins. I agree. Yeah, Rhea is going to retain the title. Yeah. Um, as much as it's Zelina's from Puerto Rico, I really don't see that upset happening. The only way it makes sense is if you're going to then have Rhea become a free agent to then chase Zelina to beat the crap out of her on SmackDown, mm-hmm. but it's not going to happen. No. So... Um, on the flip side, Raw Women's Bianca versus EO. As much as I love my girl EO, th- you don't take the belt off B- Bianca here. Bianca's had a record-setting run with mm-hmm. the title. Um, the only way I see or would have seen it is, is if, if B- Bailey gets involved. No, is had Damage Control been drafted to Raw, I would have seen it where EO takes the belt because then you can create dissension within damage control oh. through the title mm-hmm. by EO holding the title. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's the only way. But with that being said, damage controls on SmackDown. Yeah. Where Bailey's going to drive Michael Cole nuts for a very long time. <laughs> I love that. I love it too. <laughs> Ding dong. Hello. Um, you stupid Mike. <laughs> Bianca's going to win this match. Yeah. It's going to, this yeah. is, this is the, this is the match of the night. Yeah. These are the two most talented people facing off against each other. Yeah. This is the match of the night. Yeah. <sighs> oh, um, I got Bianca. I think she needs your to- girl Bianca. She, well, one, and with the whole with the titles kind of being on opposite sides right now, I 
have her keep the title and then you can kind of figure that out leave it down the line mm-hmm. yeah um seth rollins omas rollins has so much talent rollins has so much talent rollins has to win here he does he there, has there's I think it's no so random I there's don't know. no I don't know fucking reason for this match period <laughs> but rollins I, I, rollins beats the giant yeah rollins rollins yeah. gotta continue doing what he's doing gotta continue to build him up for the united champions because yep. he's going to be part of that main title picture going into night of champions mm-hmm. so when yeah. brock lesnar comes out and just squashes everybody <laughs> um and then takes the belt and goes home <laughs> united states championship triple threat match austin theory bob lashley and bronson reed we are all on different sides of this one we are all on different sides i'm already calling it you got reed you got lashley and i got theory yeah you're right <laughs> <laughs> yeah i yeah i, can't, I, am, I, can't so, I am so excited about this match I only have theory because I have your two guys beating the shit, beating out, of the shit other. out of each other and theory being the shit. And heel, he comes in and, comes and gets in a and cheap gets, victory. He gets yeah. a cheap victory because I have Reed pinning Bobby. I see Bobby actually taking the pin regardless because oh. I don't see theory strong. He does not get read up for a town down. No. He tried to get him up a couple of weeks ago. and yeah. I don't think he hits A-Town down. I think Reed hits Tsunami, gets pushed out, and Theory steals the pin if it goes that way. Well, yeah. then Theory's going to have to hit something off the top rope himself. That's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's fair. And because it's a triple threat, it's an ODQ. So does Theory mm-hmm. go in with a chair? Does he go in with oh, something else? Yeah. Theory's walking out with the belt. Yeah. A-Town down. I need one of my teams to fucking win. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but you love your Lashley. I just, I kind of agree with you. Well, obviously I see Lashley coming out, but I think that somehow it's going to be cheap with Austin coming in. He's going to do something cheap where he's either going to get the victory that way or something's going to happen and then it's going to be a retaliation of some kind. So I got to break out my big thick boy shirt this weekend. (laughs) (laughs) I only want Theory to win it so he can lose it to Grayson Waller. Oh, Oh, fuck. That's I love that. I fucking love that. It makes sense. (laughs) I'll make sure to send that one on uh, via fax. That's yeah. how I've been sending my stuff in. Okay. I've just been sending it via fax. Sometimes they answer, sometimes they don't. Um, <laughs> Emails too. Slow. Since it's not going to be the main event, Bloodline, which is um, Solo and the Susos, the, the ones, the ones, um, against Kevin, Sammy, and Matt Riddle. Now. Did you see the little clip oh from God. Matt Riddle being super excited to get to hang out with Kevin and Sammy? And as Sammy and Kevin are walking out, Kevin's no, no, like... No, no, as Matt's walking out, Kevin turns Kevin to Sammy and goes... Is it too late to get drafted to SmackDown? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I gotta hang out with this guy all the time. I love it. How about the week before when him and Matt Riddle are hanging out in the back and Sammy comes in and he's like, Where you been? I've been with this guy all day. You left me with him alone. Don't tell me you were talking to the Usos. Please tell me you weren't talking to the Usos. You left me with him to go talk to the Usos? I love these two. I love these three. They're a lot of fun. Okay. Um, Predictions. Josh? (laughs) The deep breath. Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn, Matt Riddle. And the Usos get turned on. They eat a Samoan spike from Solo Sokoa. Wow. I'm calling exactly when it happens. Putting it out into the ether. I'm mm-hmm. putting it I'm putting it physically here right now. This entire match is three on two. You have Sammy, Riddle, 
and Owens keeping either one of the Usos in the ring at the whole time. Mm-hmm. The whole time. When the hot tag is made to Solo Sokoa, he turns and Samoan spikes both the Usos. Wow. And throws one of them in the ring and walks away. I've loved the little nuances of Paul talking to Solo. The whole time wrapping yeah. his, t- his thumb, looking mm-hmm. at the Usos. It surprises me how many other wrestling podcasts have missed that. I've been listening mm-hmm. to a lot of wrestling podcasts. Oh, I've been catching over, every fucking one of them. And how people are missing it, people are talking about how Solo's coming down to help out the Usos. No, Absolutely he's not. Absolutely not. He's, he's coming down to fucking lay him out. He's the assassin. Mm-hmm. He is out to end the Usos, which is going to build a very interesting dynamic on SmackDown now where you're going to have the Usos, who I didn't think were going to get drafted to SmackDown. I thought they were going to get protected and left on Raw. Now you're going to have the Usos on SmackDown with the bloodline through the dissension. That's going to be a lot of fucking fun. Mm. But yes, Riddles, Riddle, um, Zayn, Owens win this match. How about yourself? I agree. I think you got to continue the storyline with keeping the belts off the Usos. Yeah. Well, it's not even a championship thing. Well, yeah, but. Main event. Street fight. San Juan street fight between Bad Bunny and Damian Priest. Can we just say what this is going to be? This is going to be. LWO versus yeah the the, uh, the versus judgment, judgment day, day. Yeah. it's it's gonna it's gonna boil down to this if it's a street fight you know there's gonna be a ton of people mm-hmm. involved they're in San Juan if you're yeah. not gonna give Zelina Vega the win I was just gonna say the give, same thing you gotta if, give it to Bad Bunny yeah yeah I mean I'm gonna Damian, be honest Damian's I don't it's from Puerto Rico I don't think this is a I don't think this is the main event personally. I think the triple threat is the main event because okay. the mm-hmm. the Sapo- Samoan spike is the biggest point of the show okay yeah. this is to play to the crowd. This is to play to Bad Bunny. So they this, come on f- before. They come okay. on second to last. Okay. This is the second to last match. Okay. Like, I'm almost certain Brock's first. I oh, yeah. I agree with you Yeah, on that. Brock's definitely got to be first. Mm-hmm. I, I, I feel Six man is the end. That's what ended Backlash last year was the six man match. Yeah, mm-hmm. Between Roman and the Usos, and then it was fucking... Um, Wasn't it Orton Riddle? It was Orton Riddle and McIntyre. Yes. We were there. What the fuck? So good. That was, <laughs> um, that was fun. We can't go to this one. <laughs> well, we could. We could. I, I know someone who's going. It's, it's, Lucky them. It's a territory. We don't need passports. I have a passport anyway, so it doesn't matter. I was going to say, we all got one. I know. It took me fucking long enough. <laughs> anyway. Um, but yeah, no. Bad Bunny wins this wins this match. Um, if if you don't give the win to Zelina, you give it to Bad Bunny. I mean, you technically give it to, like I said, they're both in Puerto Rico, yeah, so exactly. it could be a cheap, cheap way and I And lo- I love that Bad Bunny's first match in WWE was with Damian. Was with Damian. Yeah. Against hey, Miz and Morrison. I know, right? Um, does Bad Bunny come out riding a truck? <laughs> the streets really aren't big enough. I've been to San Juan. It's very tight. I don't think you really get a truck like going through the streets like they did for WrestleMania. Who knows, dude? Maybe he's a gonna come movie. Out. He's gonna come out in some kind of ridiculous is it fashion. A, is it a dome? It, it's a yeah. It's, it's closed. So he comes out in some ridiculous fashion. Oh yeah, it's something. He's gonna have something. Maybe he comes out in the LWO low. He comes out. He comes out, and Booker T is rapping his theme song. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sure. Sure. And Code Orange is going to play out Bray Wyatt next yeah. time he shows up. Yeah. All right. You got Bad Bunny as well? Yeah, because I, I agree with you. Judgment Day is going to come out. LWO is going to come out. And it's going to kind of be like 
anarchy. It's gonna, yeah, because you kind of got it on both sides to where everyone's kind of gonna yeah. have something. And versus so. Logan Paul, where you always want to see the shit heel lose. You want Bad Bunny to you win. You want here. Bad Bunny to win. Yeah. That's just the difference. Does Logan we Paul make an appearance? Because he Porter, makes if when all, Seth freaking mm, when Seth Rollins Seth and, and Omos, he could. But do, like how so comes out and ruins it. Ruins like it just Seth comes, and Omos wins. I mean, mm-hmm. it's the only way you put Omos over here. You can True. Con- you can continue to build that that Seth yeah exactly Logan stuff. Logan stuff yeah. I don't. I. Mm, you gotta I remember think, he's he always hypes up Puerto Rico. Yeah. Logan or does he come out? Him. Or does he come out with Bad Bunny and? No, no, he doesn't. Come no, out that, he's no. a fa- he's a heel. Bad Bunny's a face. You can't do that. Yeah, there's no necessity for that there. Yeah, they're not doing the curtain call. Yeah, no. But I think that wraps up this episode. It does wrap up yeah. this episode. This has been a very interesting episode because we've kind of created what I like to call a smorgasbord of goodness. This is like the original yeah. doink, uh, double doink. Yes, like when we yes. would talk fucking everything. <laughs> yes, we would, well we 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 didn't do the um the entertainment stuff, but when we would talk just sports. And, and wrestling, wrestling. Mm-hmm. sports now, and wrestling speaking of do we want to do a media suggestion this week because i have one i'd like to suggest okay it's a podcast i discovered recently okay and i think you're gonna absolutely love it okay it's called bar down breakdown okay it's two guys that talk hockey and heavy metal <laughs> nice and they have interviews with Art musicians, hockey players, and everything. I can imagine all that remains being on that on that podcast. I think he was just on the most Philippon. recent episode. I love Philippon. He's fucking incredible, incredible musician, incredible lead singer. No, I'm sorry, it was Ken Susie from As I Lay Dying. Oh my god, <laughs> Ken, I, bullshit, 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 bullshit. Ken Susie is not from As I Lay Dying. In he's currently in As I Lay Dying because the band's he's in fucking Unearth. tatters. But yes, he's from on Earth. Put some respect on a Massachusetts band, please. So on Earth is fucking the, incredible. The title is, on this most recent episode, <laughs> Ken Susie from <laughs> As I Lay Dying brain. and formerly of Unearth. He's so from Unearth. Put him from both. Yeah, he's from Unearth. But As I Lay Dying is a disaster Suggestions? Right now. <laughs> um, oh, I, I, have to, I have to redo my singles of the year. Bowser's Peaches. <laughs> yes, by Jack yeah. Black. <laughs> that fucking song is incredible. Jack so Black good. deserves a Grammy, deserves an, an Oscar, Oscar, an Emmy. He deserves everything. Everything. He, he needs to wipe the board. Everything. Um, go check out the urinating tree on YouTube. Oh yeah, you got to check this fucking He's, guy. He suggested he us to us. Fucking and incredible. Hilarious. Well, I, I will tag him on this podcast. I will tag him. On our stories, he is so fucking incredible. It is so much fun. Um, and for anybody who's in our local area, um, oh, actually, another thing I want to mention. I'm sorry. So not in our local area, but Cocodona 250 is happening right now this week. Um, huge race in the ultra roading community. Um, 250 miles. Jesus Whoa, Christ. where's that? Some uh, takes place in Arizona, goes to California. Oh, um, some damn. great some great runners are in that. Um, a few people who um. Closely following um, Andrew Glaze and uh, Steve Epifano. Um, Steve's my coach from last year who mm-hmm. helped me through all my marathon trials. And Andrew's just an incredible guy. He's run 100 miles every week for wow. the last, uh, it's been, I forget what his streak is right now. But he actually just ran a 100 mile race on Friday and now he's doing Cocodona this week. So wow. the guy's an absolute beast. Um, so follow both of those guys. Uh, definitely go look up the urinating tree. And... Oh, locally, Providence Marathon is this Sunday. So if anybody Ooh. wants to come out, um, I'm running it with a friend of mine, Keith. Um, 
I'm not running in the race. I'm just running it with him. You're are you pacing? Uh, I guess you could call it pacing. Mm-hmm. Just keeping him company. I, yeah. Good rate. Good way to kill four hours. There you so go. while the kids sleep, I run. There you go. So there you go. Um. So I'll switch it up too. Uh. I'm gonna suggest a book because the movie is coming out and I've started reading it. Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes. For the I've Hunger heard that's Game really series. good. Okay. And the movie is coming out uh, later this year. And I'm finally reading a book before I watch the movie. And it's so far, I'm literally one chapter in and my brain has already been exploded with kind of things that are referencing. Because um, it's a prequel. So my mind has already been blown with a couple of details that kind of reference. And not only just the previous books, but kind of history of the United States in general. So there you go. All right, I'm going to get greedy. <laughs> I have two more things I'm going to do real quick. June 6th, Diablo 4. No one will be able oh, yeah, to get a hold birthday. of me. Your birthday. No one will be able to get a hold of me. Sorry. I'll be uh, MIA for a while. Yeah. And the week before that, I have my 100K. So there you go. That is right. We'll be talking more, discussing more on the podcast. I'll keep reminding people. So mm-hmm. anybody who wants to travel up to Maine, have a good time I with may, us. I may be so, on you with that. So. so. Uh, I, we always look for extra company. Me and my buddy uh, Adam are going to be doing that one. This one I actually signed up for, so I'm actually racing <laughs> this one. I'm not just he's pop- not just joining. I'm, I'm not just popping on and being like, "Hey, everybody! I'm some weirdo with just a bottle of water in my hand. Let's go!" So, anything else you want to suggest? No, that's All right. it. I doubled, so I'm good. All right, here we go. I did a lot more. <laughs> well. Listen, everybody, thank you for tuning in. If you have any questions, comments, or concerns, you can reach out to any of us on our individuals or you can reach mm-hmm. out to us at the Double Dunk Network on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Um, feel free to listen to any of our previous episodes, any criticisms, any comments, any concerns. Mm-hmm. Just reach out to us. Any suggestions? We'd always like to take them from the crowd. Mm-hmm. Um, but this has been a Double Dunk Network production. I've been Dave. I've been Josh. I've been Michaela. And we have two words for you. Doinks out. Doinks out. Doinks out.